me get my notes. Hold on. Notes. Amateur. You guys have notes. You guys have a lot of notes. You don't tell us what we have. Um, I saw them. You ain't seen shit. <laughs> I like how I said, I saw them. I saw them. I saw them. That is to, to say, say, I, I seen them. them. <laughs> you, okay, here's the thing. You guys have too many inside jokes <laughs> that it's ridiculous. That's pretty much the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, they're doing that thing in unison again. <laughs> that's, nobody, that's why nobody listens to us. Well, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> it also might be true. No, I'm just kidding. If not true, you have plenty of patrons. All right, this is episode 152, guys. Holy shit. Good Lord. That's a lot of episodes. Well, here's the thing. I did a bunch by myself, uh, just talking to myself, because, you know. And they were all like five minutes, right? Yeah, like five to so ten So you recorded minutes. like 27 in a day. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do them all together. It's just that I kept doing them. It's like porn movies. You can record 20 in a day. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. That well, seems exhaustive <laughs> for the actors. They'll, well, yeah. They'll like rent a mansion out in North Hollywood. And they'll like uh, write a slightly dis- different script for each one, and then just play them out over the course of a day, and then they'll make millions of dollars. Yeah, script. Yeah. Also in quotes. I always like the. It's more of a guideline. I always like the parody ones. Those are my favorite. But do yeah. you actually watch them? That's my question. Who watches? Those? I skip to the end. <laughs> I mean, and the- when you say end, hold on. Let, let's let's clarify there. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> Who doesn't want to watch Harley Quinn get fucked by Batman? I mean, really. Well, I think maybe me. <laughs> you don't? I mean, I like the idea of a sexy Harley Quinn. Don't get me wrong. Well, sure. But who's playing Harley Quinn in this particular, you know, fake porn? Maybe the, not the... The closest... Tits McGee? <laughs> Tits McGee. Is a girl's name? I would assume so. Oh, good Lord. Oh, by the way, I was going to tell you about this uh, before, and I couldn't because I wanted to save for the podcast, which mm. is happening now. Oh. Um, Pennywise, I saw Pennywise... At the Dragon Fest here in International Festival. The band? No, Pennywise the Clown. Oh. Not Dragon From Force. From It. No, Pennywise the band, not Dragon Force, idiot. Oh, got it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, whatever I just said didn't work at all. Because just three different things happened. I saw Pennywise open for Dragon Force. Yes. That'd be awesome. awesome. The Clown. <laughs> anyway, Wait, is this, is, are we still talking about porn? No, not anymore. <laughs> So he was literally full regalia clown, looked like Pennywise, 100%, and he had a stroller, and it was just with his lady, and they were just like strolling around a baby at the festival. And I was like, that's got to be real scary. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. And they, no one made a thing of it. It wasn't like, oh, that's weird that that clown is like rolling around that baby. No, it just- Pennywise got a baby, mama. What do you want to do? Well, I guess so. And he goes to the International Festival here in Seattle. <laughs> uh, that being said, I just finally saw It. How did, and how did you wait this long to see it? I know. I think maybe because I didn't want to ruin the original memory of the original. Fair. Right? And then you guys had reviewed it on the podcast, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. And what was your scores? Do you remember? Uh, they were high. They were high, yeah. I don't, I don't remember specifically what they were, but um, favorable. Yeah? yeah? Above eight? I want to say they were eight. I think maybe both gave it eight. At least eight, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was, like, pretty darn good. Yeah. And it felt like a Stand By Me kind of movie, or Stranger Things, and one of the guys is from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. It was better than I expected. Like, when they announced it, and, you know, when they went through the whole thing with Kerry Fukunawa, and uh, when they cast uh, Bill Skarsgård, I was like, this is all terrible. I still think Pennywise looks stupid. His his outfit is just, it's dumb. Yeah, it doesn't. I, oh. I maintain that he looks dumb, but the rest of it was good. Wait, so why does he look dumb? In he's your wearing mind? a tutu. I mean, ha- have you read it? No, I haven't because that's a long book, but <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's a long book. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you could kill somebody with that book. You know, Stephen King's uh, thing, like one of his, um, uh, you know, big, one of the big points of Stephen King's writing is he goes into painful, painfully deep description of all of his characters. So you can paint a very vivid mental image of all these of the, these characters, places, and things. Uh, and so he play, paints a very descript image of what Pennywise looks like. Mm. And, you know, granted, there's some kind of, uh, you know, um, uh, artist's interpretation. Creative license. Creative license. Um, and, you know, those same kind of things are going to happen. But I think they were just so far off base of what Pennywise looked like very vividly in the book. Right. Um, that it, I, don't, I don't know. I think they, they were just. I don't know, out for their own agenda in a way, I guess. Well, it's almost like they made, yeah, they made their own version of this movie. 
And, and then, I think that for some people like me who um, I do love the Stranger Things of the world and I do love the kind of, you know, the standby mo- movies. And so it fit perfectly, even though that original story is like that, you know, kids and getting picked on and they also have to deal with these scary monster type sure. things. Um, yeah, I don't know. The way that it was told in the movie felt kind of modern in that way. And I was fine with it. But yeah, I mean, you know, the original book, uh, the childhood scenes take place in 1957. So, I mean, obviously it was bumped up. Oh, 30 right. Years. Yeah, it's like the 80s. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street was playing at the theater. Yeah. I saw that. That was cool. Uh, well, I dig it. Uh, and here's the thing. We'll talk more horror on this podcast because I have with me Taylor of Terror himself. That's me. Skeletoni. That's me as well. Of the Great Plot Podcast. Thanks, guys, for being here. Thank you yeah. for having us. Thanks for having us. Um, I've been on your show. You are now currently on mine. Have you been on mine before? No. Not this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many shows. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this is uh, a really cool one that we decided to do with a uh, discussion version to talk about cool things that we're all into. So I thought I'd have you guys on today to talk about horror movies and things you're into horror, as well as just anything else you might be into. I mean, naturally, why wouldn't you want us on your show? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I I do. I'm amazed we had time for you, personally. <laughs> and this podcast is over. <laughs> um, we're very big deals. That's you it. are big deals. We have By many leather-bound books. Whenever I hear Taylor Terror... And Skeletoni, I think of Simpsons. What? You know, at the end, they would do the uh, Treehouse of Horror. All the names would be like that. That's what I think of. Is that good? I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. So let's talk about horror real quick. I'm going to bring up one topic, and then we'll go to things that you guys are into. Happy Death Day. Yeah, was, you just made us watch this. <laughs> did I? Was I the defining, deciding factor? You, you nominated it for uh, our Patreon Picks episode, and it ended up winning. So much so that yeah. Yeah, this is how I feel about this movie. So, yeah. so thanks for that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, well, now we can talk about it for a minute. But you just talked about it on this on your own podcast. Yeah. Yes. So people should listen to that. Yes. Great Pop Podcast. Go Which to uh, comes out Wednesday. This comes out Tuesday. Right? Tuesday, yeah. So it will be out tomorrow. Okay. So listen to that. But short term, and we're not going to spoil anything, but I thought I'd talk about it for a little bit, especially me being the one who nominated it all. Uh, it just, when I saw that trailer, it just felt to me a very Carlos horror movie which is kind of creepy, kind of weird, and not necessarily just gory, but more like thrillish based And I was very happy with it. What, what are you guys in general feeling about it? It's terrible. It's so what? bad. <laughs> the podcast is over. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's not good. Wait, okay, okay. But, I mean, like, you brought up a good point. You said, you know, it's a very Carlos horror movie. It, it definitely has a, a niche, niche audience. Right. We are not it. Okay. Yeah. It was not designed for people like us. Right. The, the diehard are... horror fans who love the blood and guts and who love being scared. No, we're not We're not the target audience. Target audience are teenagers and Carlos. Okay, wait. Let's <laughs> clarify here. Teenage girls and Carlos. <laughs> Here's the other thing, though. Groundhog Day. It's basically Groundhog Day. Yeah. They so, even make a mention of that in the movie. They do. At the very end, they're like, have you seen Groundhog Day? Which was a jerk off. Jerk off move? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, um, it's a little on the nose. It was I basically agree. them going, "Yeah, we know. We know. We yeah, we knew from the beginning. The opening scene. Yeah, also, the roommate's last name is Spangler. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't really realize that. Um, here's the other reason. Which just seems like a kick in the ass of Harold Ramis. This is uh, this is the other reason why I know it is a Carlos movie and it isn't a you movie. I'm going to jump to the ending. I definitely like positive positivity. And even in my horror movies, I like the Gagota win. And later on, I'll talk to you guys about the psychology uh, behind horror movies and why people watch horror movies. And one of the reasons, to kind of flash forward, is that people do like seeing the bad guy get their ass kicked. Yeah. Like Halloween, Jason, everybody, like, lots of times the bad guy will. And th- this one's a big redemption story, too. Because at the right. beginning of the movie, this main character, Tree, or, can we swear on her? Yeah, oh, fuck okay. yeah. Well, she's a fucking bitch. Yeah. And you just you want to see her die over and over and right. over again. Right. So see, that's why I thought it was it was kind of a cool movie because you have this yeah, this weird person who's a douchebag and oh yeah, she's gonna get fucked over a bunch of times and then it's gonna bring her to become a new person essentially. And for me, redemption stories I like and also justice stories, because like it's a good ending. To spoil the fact that it doesn't end like just terribly, I kinda like that. But that's just me. See, I love movies that end terribly. I love movies where everybody dies. Everybody dies, and they're like served on a platter. Yeah, and like you're also eating them. 
that's a I feel sure. like that. <laughs> so you, are you pitching? <laughs> I mean, just I know that's the next movie you'll probably make. <laughs> you know, when I see a horror movie that has a uh, that has a happy ending, and you know, let me qualify that. Not necessarily all horror movies with happy endings are bad. It's when I feel like it's not earned. Earned, okay. Um, and in this, this case, I just don't feel like it was. So I was going to bring up final... I feel like it was designed to be a happy ending from the beginning. From the beginning, okay. And it I mean, 100% probably was. I, I think what I started thinking about when I was watching it is Final Girls, which is a great movie. I think we all can agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, one's, that one's really good. Yeah, and then I guess... That's got the comedy angle as well, and like you said, they probably earned it because it, it took a while, and there was a lot of different things happen, and people did die in, in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely very lighthearted. I recently seen a movie called Game Night. It's very fluff, but I really enjoyed it, and it's it feels like that same kind of thing. It's like a it's, fluff movie. It's, it's Fear, Inc. for families. Go, for families, though? Go watch the movie Fear, Inc., Game Night is a complete ripoff of it. Oh, you're saying Game Night? Okay, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. Ooh, battling again. Uh, I mean, I've seen both movies, and I just I don't see the connection. I haven't seen Game Night. I've from what <laughs> Wait, I've, from what I've read that? of the premise, and from what people have told me, it's the same movie. I've had people who have seen both who told me it's the same movie. So, well, it's Jason Bateman, so I enjoyed it. Anywho, yeah, okay. So that's a short conversation. Then I enjoyed it. You guys didn't. Kind of no surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you remember your Agreed. scores on the thing? Two. Two. Ooh. Wait, a, and I had given... That's out of ten. Oh, I know. <laughs> I had given that garbage movie about the South. Nah, that movie was good. And what did you give it? <laughs> I gave it a six. And I gave it a two, I think. Yeah, I think you did. See? We know just... And difference of opinions, it makes the world go around. Yeah. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> I feel like that'll be a lot of this podcast. I'll say a bunch of things, and you guys go, it's wrong, based on horror and, like, how we do things on our show. Sharp Objects is another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. Do you know about it? I know of it, but I know very little about it. Amy Adams, thriller, mystery, kind of like True Detective. It feels like True Detective. Which, do you guys like the first season of True Detective? I liked the part where Alexandra Daddario took her clothes off. That was right. the best part. That's a pretty good part. Did you rest, watch the rest of the season? No, no, not really. Honestly, okay, I didn't okay. watch it. So, <laughs> anyways, it's by it's from Blumhouse uh, Productions. Oh. Worked on this uh, Sharp Objects for HBO. Oh, wait, but oh, you don't like Blumhouse? No, I'm failing this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's it's again, it's it's not. So okay, please do, please do, speak do, words of wisdom. Do you want to get into the Blumhouse? Let's get into Blumhouse now, and we'll put an asterisk that. Listen to Carlos's solo podcast where he talks about sharp, ob- sharp objects without this madness, and then uh, let's get into Blumhouse. Okay, so Blumhouse is a production house that uh, prides itself on making low, relatively low budget horror films. You know, they have a set budget of what is it, three million, four million, something like that. Um, they make entire films on those minuscule budgets. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as Hollywood Hollywood standards go, you know, you got. Movies that are being made for hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, so, you know, you've, you've got this small little boutique production house making these mini, miniature films for uh, minimum amounts of money. Uh, they, they, uh, they, they hire these low-grade writers to write um, PAP. It's, it's, it's predictable, um, low, low-brow Shit. Then they hire these direct these TV directors, and then they hire TV or music actors, video directors or music video directors, and they hire TV actors that work for nothing to star in these movies. So their overhead is that big. Mm-hmm. There, and they do that specifically to make money. It's not we're going to give you just a little bit of money so that it's a very story driven movie, and you can focus on that. No, it's because they want to maximize their profits. Is so, that why we're seeing a lot of them pumped out? Like, yes. It seems like there's every time I see something, it's like Blumhouse Productions. Let's take a it. movie like Truth or Dare, mm-hmm. Blumhouse movie, um, starring uh, Lucy Hale, who came off of an ABC family TV show. Um, and um, fuck, what's his name? The kid from Teen Wolf, MTV TV show. Um, I don't know. Those are, those are like the big names in this in this movie. Right, right, right. And they spent, I think it's like three three $3.5 million to make the thing. So tiny little budget... It turned over something like fifty-eight million in the bo- in the box Holy office. Holy shit! Th- that, by industry standards, is it's a tank. terrible. Oh, they bombed at the box office, but 
because they spent so little on it. They still made it's a, a financial yep. su- mm-hmm. success. Well, now here's the thing that they made Insidious, which was pretty big deal. Sure, wasn't it? I think it moved the needle. And you don't in... want to move into James Wan right now. Let's just keep sticking okay. at a time here. They uh, currently are working on uh, the Black KKK Klansman or whatever. Spike Lee. Spike. I, I don't know oh, anything about that? it. I think they're doing that. They're producing that. Uh, and there's a couple things like the Unfriended Dark Web uh, movies coming out, and that's them as well. So I, I get what they might um, have come across as a bad deal because they're trying to make some money, and they probably are. But at the same time, they also are kind of behind Get Out. That's the thing. Every once in a while, they'll fall ass backwards into a good movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think here's the thing, though. If you throw a bunch of shit at the wall. Exactly. That's something that's exactly stick, it. Right? A broken clock is right twice a day. Right. Wait, is that, what is that? A broken clock is right, right twice, twice a, day. a day. What are the two times? Because I'm dumb. Like if it's stuck at noon? Yeah. It's right at noon and midnight. <laughs> Why did I need explaining <laughs> explaining for that? It might be the two whiskeys. Um, okay, well, anyways, that's interesting, and, and I do think that it's crap if you're um, you know, putting out garbage just to make money. I agree with you on that. Yeah. But it but, is I interesting. Mean, they'll, they'll never say that. Right. But, you know. But all their movies are, you know, PG-13. They're made to go in the theater. They're made to drive in teenagers on dates. Right. Here, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to pivot from Blumhouse because it seems like it's only negative. But they uh, did put some money towards Halloween, that remake. Was it Zombie? Rob Zombie? No, they Halloween? didn't do that one. They're doing the new one. They're doing the new one, which is year. the one that's canon, right? Yeah. So, can, canon of. with most of the first one. Canon they, with an asterisk. Notice that I didn't say the entirety of the first one. Right. Most of it. This is my quick question, you guys, because we have never talked about it on your podcast. I love Halloween. love Michael Myers. I was a big fan of one and two. I was confused by three, and I think you might have told me that there's a real good reason three happened. It's still part of the whole... Well, originally, Halloween was supposed to be an anthology series. Each movie was going to be its own separate thing. Right. Uh, I don't remember the studio, but whoever it was made John Carpenter make a sequel to the first one, so that's part two. So part three was supposed to be part two. Right. And it was supposed to be a new launch into this anthology, but everyone was like, wait a minute, where's Michael Myers? So that's why part four is the return of Michael Myers, and then it just got weird. After and then that. yeah, so they didn't uh, <laughs> stick with what they were gonna do, right? And then we would all have been like, oh, we get why it's happening. Yeah, because of the public backlash. Right. Okay. Everyone wanted Michael Myers. So the Rob Zombie one is that canon? No. No. Okay. No. That's just weird. Th- that's a remake of, kind of of the first two. Okay. And there's a hospital in it. Yeah. Yeah. And now the new one they're making is canon, and it's supposed to be just like. Three through whatever never happened. Is two, that right? Two through whatever. Two even? Yeah. And the end of the f- part one. Yeah, I don't know to what degree they're retconning the end of the first one, but yeah, they're they're remaking essentially the entire series. Wow, okay. Because they're, they're making it so that at the end of part one, he got caught. Mm. Wait, the end of part one, he got shot by... He got shot and then disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, so you're, you're taking out... Um, uh, the fact that um, uh, Lori is his sister. Oh right. Um, you're you're eliminating. Um, all, I mean <laughs> Daniel all, Harris. Daniel Harris. I totally spacing that character's name. Is it Annie? That doesn't sound right. No, Annie. Annie Brackett is uh, her, uh, Lori's friend. And you're taking oh. out all that cult stuff. Yeah, remember what all happened? The, all you the cult of like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm I'm okay with. That. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I remember watching some really, of those and being like, "This is way out though." Apparently, they're also they're like. Gonna have little winks and nods to all the sequels. Oh well, that's cool. I, Especially for it? people. Well, because I mean, <laughs> okay, cool might be the wrong word, but people who like lived it, lived through it, and it, you know, it was part of my upbringing in horror movies. So it's kind of a nice little nod. Might be not that bad, I guess. But I mean, it's it's weird that you're like, oh yeah, all these movies don't exist except for this one part. Oh yeah, I guess that is this, weird. this one thing that we decided to include. Yeah, it seems like you know, for me, I was never a huge Halloween fan. It just wasn't my my thing. Um, but I'm a huge Friday the 13th fan. Jason is my boy. Now, I can think of what, how I would feel if they did this to the Friday the 13th series. Mm. I would be livid. Um, and so, the, I mean, the fact that they are not not remaking like Rob Zombie did, just completely erasing everything they already made. Right. Granted, you know, for better or worse, they're undoing all of it. 
And if I was a Michael Myers fan, I'd be furious. But what's interesting is, again, you have a whole new audience checking out this stuff, and they have no idea. They didn't, like me, go to the VHS store, video <laughs> rental store, and get, like, Halloween 5 and be like, well, it's not that good, but what else are we going to do tonight? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, yeah. that was it. And we were like, does he kill people? Yeah, cool. Does he have that mask? Yeah. All right, well, let's watch it. And so they don't even know about that. So they're like, well, maybe just reset it for them. I don't know. See, and I get that, but like, if you're going to these lengths, just remake it again. From the beginning. Just, yeah. Just start over, make the movie end how you want it to end, then you can move into this it's new It's true, story. because then people have to be like, go back and watch one, and then remember this, because this is the only part you need to know about. Right. Yeah, so it's like they're doing homework that way. See, I mean, that's what they're going to do with the Friday the 13th series. They were going to reboot it. They weren't going to take the first movie and say, okay, we're going to start from here. They were going to completely remake the series. Right. Again, though, because they did that in 2009. They remade it, but they were going to remake it again. Um, but they weren't going to take the original series and say, okay, well, we're going to chop out these bits we don't like and right, just right, use right. what's left over. Yeah. That's just... Well, uh, man, I asked the right question to get some information about <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> And now everybody has it to listen to. And leave us your thoughts in the comments. What do you think about Halloween and the remakes and all that stuff? Uh, let's talk about horror real quick about, um, in general, you guys have worked on horror, haven't you? Like made little short films? Mm-hmm. We've also, uh, we acted in a movie called They Reach that is uh, currently in post-production. Oh, I was wondering where that was. Yeah, yeah it's they uh, supposed to come out uh, early next year. Is it going to be on DVD or digital or both? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, don't, um, I mean, I don't... We can't say a lot of what the you know behind the scenes stuff, but I know that um, Silas and Jason and Bry are all trying to uh, you know they're working on like distribution stuff. Cool. So, yeah, I think uh, it just makes total sense for you guys to be involved in horror, not just in a podcast, but like in a movie way. I just feel like I want to see Taylor and Tony and. Well, it was the horror. next logical step, you know. Yeah, totally. I mean, we've made our own short films too, but we haven't done one in a while. What's the one where you're digging the? The ditches and stuff. Oh, that was just PR photos. <laughs> <laughs> that was just last Wednesday, Carlos. It was out in the backyard. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was weird. I was like, what are they burying? The chitin ask. Don't see, don't tell. Uh, what are some positive, what are some uh, cool things you guys are into? Some things you're like, I am into. Because right now I've been asking all the wrong questions. <laughs> hey, guys, you like this? No. Um, so one movie that we both really loved was Mom and Dad. Which I haven't seen yet. With Nicolas Cage just at his Nicolas Cageiest. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it, tell me why and tell the listeners why they need to listen to, or watch this movie. Well, okay. So we're, there's this whole thing now about this elevated horror or post-horror or whatever intellectual bullshit they want to call it. Where these horror movies have to have a message and they're, you know, they're all about mental illness or grief or some other underlying thing that, you know, is the metaphor is a horror or a, the horror is a metaphor for and then there's mom and dad, which is like, nope, just bonkers off the wall shit. Yeah. We have Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I mean, come on. But, you know, like Taylor said, you know, this elevated horror thing, I mean, not to get, we've barely started talking about mom and dad, so I don't get too far off base, but this elevated horror, it, 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 it infuses a lot of pretension in horror. And to me, that's not what horror is about. Horror is a communal thing. And, you know, when you, involve pretension you're just alienating a lot of people mm. and that's not to say these movies are bad you know um, some of them are some of them are <laughs> sure but i mean like hereditary could probably fall into this category um the witch i know tony didn't like but i did fucking hate the witch <laughs> um babadook uh, um, you think babadook classifies? well babadook is psychological i would say as well yeah um what was that other a24 when it comes at night yeah oh i didn't like that it was garbage yeah Hey, wait, we agree on something. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, but yeah, back to mom and dad. It was like the script was like, parents attack children. Here you go. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because. Does it matter? Is like, it, are they zombies? No, they're just crazy. They're just crazy. It's just some weird thing that's never fully explained. Yeah, as far as you can tell, from, I mean, it won't reveal too much, but as far as you can tell, it's just like the only thing that prompts it is just snow on the TV. Yeah, static. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. yeah, almost a poltergeisty in a way. What was that one movie where there was like a signal? Was I think it was just called Signal, and there was like a signal, and all of a sudden people got, went crazy, and the, it, that was the reason for zombies is because a signal happened. I think it's called the Signal. I feel like I'm I know not, what you're talking about, but I'm not sure. Okay, well, we'll 
I could use the computer. I have it right here. That's, that's what it's for, the right? internet. Mom and dad, you guys are saying it's a pro. You're going for it. You like it. You gave it a high it's, score? It's not like it's not a movie you have to think about. It's not something right. that you have to try and you know determine an underlying meaning. Yeah, it's not like high cinema. It's well, I don't. It's think just it something would you be. sit and watch and, and have fun with. Nicholas Cage at his Nicholas Cageiest is not going to be high cinema. <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm on board with that. I mean, you know, he's got this new movie coming out that we're actually going to be reviewing on the show. Oh, I'm excited about this. Mandy. Yes. Yeah. That looks fucking insane. It looks that that might be him. It is Nicholas Cage. Oh, I'm sure he's, he's got like, up the ante. I'm sure he's outdone himself now. Well, because, that, and the poster looks beautiful. It does. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, it looks uh, almost like uh, old uh, like Jalo, like, like yeah. a lot of pinks and reds and and, and blues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the trailer alone, Nicholas Cage forges. His own fucking battle axe <laughs> to kill, I think, demons. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It could be his neighbor. I don't care. I'll watch that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people think Nicolas Cage is just insane, which he probably is, but they, they don't like him for that. I love him for it. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. We never talked about this on your show either, but like Raising Arizona, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's good. I would say that's a... You just said it's good? Raising Morning? Or Raising, Raising Arizona? Arizona, that's like a ten for me. I mean, I'm not over the moon. I don't. Okay. Really, I don't really like Holly Hunter. Oh she wow, bugs me. that just really knocked it off the <laughs> score. Then just for that, well, it's just it's Coen Brothers and it's just him at early on and just yeah, being yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then um and Vampire Kiss, right? <laughs> Kiss of the Vampire. Kiss of the Vampire, yeah. And then uh, Wild to Heart. So that's how whenever I think of Nicolas Cage, I think of that, and everything needs to live up to that because those feel like to me the kind of quintessential Nicolas Cage. Sure. Is there something that's like crazier than that, that he's done that you've liked more than those old ones? Um, Cause I feel like he's just repeating himself now forever. <laughs> yeah. Like you think of like him in, uh, in the remake of Wicker Man and that was just him being bonkers, but that was, that was not good. <laughs> yeah. It was not good. Um, I mean like, uh, Peggy's who got married. I mean, that's another old oh, one. Oh yeah. But, um, and you know, a lot of people hate, uh, uh, Ghost Rider. I really liked Ghost, Ghost Rider. I didn't think he was quite right to play Johnny Blaze, but again, it's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, so fuck it. Yeah. Spirit of Vengeance, the sequel, was awful, but... I didn't know they made that. Yeah, so just just leave it alone. <laughs> if, you, if you liked the first one even a little bit, don't watch the second one, because okay. it's going to ruin it for you. Which is interesting. He's a Marvel character, Ghost yes. Rider, right? Yeah. Not DC? I want to say. Hey, is this Marvel? Yeah. So, like, you wouldn't think of that as a Marvel movie. Like, nowadays, yeah. you know, it doesn't fit, like, the whole, we're going to put put them all together somehow. Right. You know. Um, okay, so you like Mom and Dad. What's something else you're into? And then I have a question about horror movies in general. Tony, what's something else you're into? Like, anything? Yeah, anything. It could, this is the podcast. It's like, <laughs> it could be a book you've read, a music album. Um. The new Ghost is really good. A TV show? New Ghost. The Ghost? Good. What? The Ghost, the new album from Ghost. Ghost is a band? Yeah. Yeah. I'm put inputting this right now. I've mm. never heard of Ghost. Yeah, so. the album is called Prequel. Yeah, they're a Finnish Finnish band. Um, they look like they'd be like death metal or Ooh. Like, I like the picture. Yeah. They, they their whole gimmick is awesome. But they sound like they're they don't look like they, they don't sound like they look. They sound more like uh like Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I'm almost out now. <laughs> I was more when it was like Swedish death metal, and I was like, "Yeah, and that's totally how they look." But they're they're definitely not. They're, oh, they're more of a like an old seventies okay. melodic rock. It's weird because now that you said that, I see it says Associated Acts, Dave Grohl. And I was like, he did play. He played drums for them once. Oh, okay. Like secretly in a live show because all the all the band members except for the singer wear masks. Right. Um, it looks cool as hell. Yeah. They're, right, so, they're called uh, uh, Nameless Ghouls. Yeah. Nice. So Ghost, everybody check that out. Uh, it looks weird, and it's from Sweden. Uh, what else? Anything other things that you're into? Digging? Uh, I mean, I just I kind of just hang out, and I read comics. And... What comics are you into? Um, hmm. I mean, a lot of the classics. I'm, I, you know, I grew up a DC guy, um, so I just read you know, Superman, The Flash. Um, but... Superman. You know what? I don't think I ever hear that. Like you know, I just like reading me some Superman. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, he's like super, and that's it. Like <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything, right? Yeah, a lot of people think he's kind of a cheater as far as superpowers go, but I don't care. 
he was my guy growing up. So he, that makes sense. That attaches to like an early childhood memory, yeah. and you're like, that was my dude. Yeah. He was like the first. Yeah, but I mean, you know, a lot of guys are all like Batman. It's, it's like I mean, Batman's cool, but he's not Superman. Did you read the Dark Knight? Uh, series Frank Miller that graphic novel back in the day. Um, I actually have not read the graphic novels. Ooh, you should. I've watched the uh, animated films though; those are pretty good. Yeah, Superman hasn't done very good in the movies either, has he? I mean, you know, they have the Christopher. Besides the Christopher Reeve ones, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, Batman or sorry, Superman Returns was not great. Um, and the Man of Steel, I personally liked it. I think that was they made more than one movie for Superman, right? Man of Steel was the first one. Man of Steel was like the first like DC film universe movie. Yeah. Then, um, then they did uh, Justice League. Mm, we don't want to talk about that. No, I don't want to talk about it at all. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm I've started getting more into Marvel uh, in in recent years. Because I, I really like the films, um, so I've been reading like Deadpool, and um, I started reading Guardians of the Galaxy, which is like never something I thought I'd read. But yeah, I don't. I mean, was that a comic way before the movies? Obviously, it yeah, must yeah. Have been. yeah. But it was, um, you know, in its inception, it was actually much different. Like Star Lord, you know, he's like this goofy, lovable, you know, slightly heroic type guy. Mm-hmm. In the early comics, he was like militant, like he was like. You know, like this golden boy leader. Mm. So, um, it's a lot of a lot has changed, and you know, it's the films have a lot to do with how the comics are now. Oh yeah, I mean, like it's almost like uh, public perception. Yeah, it, movies totally influence that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like Deadpool is what we know of Deadpool movies now. Like mm-hmm. that's it. Although that's really close to the comics. I think that's that's they did a pretty good job with that. I thought New Cable was pretty good. What's his butt? Yeah, I wasn't sold on Josh Brolin, but once I saw the movie, it was... Yeah, yeah he did a pretty good job. Yeah. All right, before we go, because we only have like 15, 20 minutes left, I wanted to get to you guys questions about horror movies in general. Because who better to ask <laughs> than the two people who don't agree with me on everything or anything about <laughs> horror? Because you probably know it better, because I'm not 100% a horror person. Horror movies, getting better or worse, or staying the same, go. Oh, that is a loaded question. Oh, shit. Doing the snaps. Um, I think that they there are more better independent films coming out now, which is a, mostly I think because of the internet. Because there's more distribution options, there's ways to get your movies out in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the stuff that's in the theaters for the most part has been not good. But aren't some of the independent stuff in the theaters? Yes. Yeah. But some more big budget you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily even big budget, but the, the Blumhouse stuff and the you know this this elevated or post horror. It's it's commercialized stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the biggest. That's the most damaging thing to horror because again, that's not what horror is. They keep trying to grow the audience, and it's not going to happen. Horror fans are people who like horror, and you're not going to appeal to, you know the romantic comedy crowd by taking a romantic comedy and put, putting a slasher in it mm-hmm. and then thinking I, you're going to get both those crowds. It's not going to happen. I wonder if that's the reason why you are, or maybe even both of you are averse to the happy death days of the world because you don't really want that other section of people to come in because you're like, no, listen, we know what we want. It's that's, this. That's not even so much it. Like, it, you know, in, in my personal opinion, I would love it if everyone loved horror. Mm. Um, what I don't want is for the genre itself to suffer to appease um, outsiders mm-hmm. because I want horror to be what it is. I want people to love it for what it is. I don't want it to be shifted around and changed to appeal to people it's that don't like horror at that point. Yeah. I would say that, okay, so I love sci-fi. That's one of my favorite genres. And it's so hard to get a sci-fi movie that's good, believe me. Yeah. I mean, everybody who loves sci-fi is like, oh, man, here's a new one. It's straight to DVD, and it's, guess what, not good again. So much cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the one where, yeah, I don't want them to change that and open it up to everything because I want them to be a nerdy kind of sci-fi-y movie and for it to be good on its own merit and then also everybody like it. Yeah. Which I guess The Martian kind of did that. Where it was like everybody seemed to like The Martian, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
So maybe that kind of bridged the gap. But I get that. I, I, my question, though, and a little bit of rebuttal or back to you is that Halloween 1, let's just say, or even Friday the 13th or Freddy, Freddy, um, right Freddy Krueger's Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> which no one's ever said. <laughs> it's a million degrees in this podcast studio. Just everybody knows at home. It's like a thousand degrees in here. Yeah, I'm I sorry. thought it'd be much cooler. It's, it's hotter than Satan's dick right now. Yeah, that might be the horror movie that we're starring in. <laughs> Satan's dick. <team. laughs> no, wait. <laughs> we didn't go that far, but all right. Uh, here's my question. So those three movies I just mentioned weren't they big budget movies? Were they? They weren't really. No, they weren't. Maybe oh, in, my, no. in retrospect, in my mind, it feels that way, but I'm wrong. I mean, I'm sure the the sequels got more money each time, but the, the originals, no. Halloween 70s, right? Yeah, 1979. Friday 13th, 80s. 1980. Uh, but not a not a big, huge movie? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And Friday the 13th, I mean, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I feel like that was a big movie. That was no. probably the biggest, no? No, that was tiny budget, too, because there was uh, one of New Line's first movies. So New Line was this fledgling little uh, production house. Oh, yeah. Um, That's that, right. So it's the house that Freddie like, built. Like, um... um Bob Shea, he was literally selling movies out of the trunk of his car. So Interesting. That's funny because, again, in retrospect, just like when you're growing up, you have this feeling of what it was like. And I remember everybody going out to the theater to see those movies. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's got prestige attached to it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got um, seniority uh, that a lot of these movies, these newer movies with bigger budgets and you know more flash to them that they don't have and probably never will. Yeah, because um, movies nowadays they're just being. You know, actually, I guess it's not fair to say because even Friday the Thirteenth, um, to a lesser degree, Halloween, those were put into theaters to make money by the studios. You know, the people that made them were passionate, sure, but I think we're playing at higher stakes nowadays because things cost more, and so they're just they're shoving more shit into movies than they used to. Yeah. In order to appeal to more people, you know, cast a wider net um, to to pull in more loot. Yeah. So I guess that's what makes a special movie when it's like true to its roots and also gets everybody yeah. into it. Yeah. Because that's happened. And you know, Halloween may very well be exactly that. Right. There you go. Full Who circle. Knows? It might be. Which, again, we should all be happy about if it if it works, right? Yeah. I mean, like like we were saying with It, you know, I didn't think It was going to be good at all. Everything that they announced, I thought was working against it, and I was happy to be wrong. Right. So if I'm ha- if I'm wrong about Halloween, I'll be happy with that too. That is per- perfect. I don't want to watch bad horror. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's perfect. Full circle because look, we started with it, and now we're ending with it. We're ending with it. Uh, One more question: Why do people want to be scared and watch scary movies? I think it's it's the adrenaline rush. It's it's that ability to feel scared. And feel unsettled, but still know you're safe. You're not in peril. You're not in these situations that you're watching, but it still, you know, kind of gets your heart rate up and gets you gets your blood flowing. But you're not in any peril. You're in your couch. And you're yeah, like, you're, you're sitting just, at home. And yeah, you know, worst case scenario, you have a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> about that movie. Yeah, it, I wrote. Uh, I was reading on the internet, and this is one quote from somebody. I don't do my research. <laughs> Some quack. Yeah. Intense emotions. Some people like to watch horror because they want to vicariously experience complex and extreme emotional content. Adrenaline rush, just what Taylor said. When we watch scary movies, we can face your fears. But since we know it's just a movie, we don't have to face anything in reality. Well, that sounds like you're not really getting through anything. <laughs> you're not working through anything by doing that. But um, And then I said something about maybe that's the reason why people watch movies or horror movies, but maybe not YouTube because you're dead inside. Copyright Carl Sardella. <laughs> I wrote that down. Good. Well, because here's the thing. Every time I come on your show, you guys say, well, we just want it the goriest thing ever. And like you started this podcast, we want the craziest thing ever. And it's not really going to affect us. We just want crazy, fucking gory, crazy shit. But then, do you still want the thing that you just explained while you watch a horror movie? Absolutely. So do you still get it then? It Usually, for me... It's, it doesn't last. It's, you know, a certain scene mm. will be creepy in the moment, you know, and I'll get up get to the edge of my seat. But once it's over, it's over. It, right. I, I don't, it doesn't linger in my brain. It's not something that I'm going to have nightmares over. But I do still get those moments. 
and I love those moments. I think more than Tony. I'm I'm very into like real tense tense moments in movies. But then you know usually they build up into a jump scare, which is bullshit. But right, <laughs> it's like you're, you're you're going for the hits. Like you're getting a little hit of that little thing that you yeah, can still feel it. Yeah, it's a shot of adrenaline, and you know adrenaline like any other drug, it starts to the effect starts to fade out over time. But you build up your immunities. Yeah, immunities. So, so you guys are horror junkies. Yes. Yeah. You might like literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or bad. Like I'm hooked on horror. I'm hooked on the horror. Actually, hooked on horror is another thing you can take from me. That's probably copyright Carlos Vidal. Okay, I'm that's got to be a thing. I'm still taking it. <laughs> if anybody's using it out there on the internet, hooked on horror, it's mine. <laughs> copyright Carlos Vidal. Even if you already have a patent on. Yeah. Even if you <laughs> pay me a dollar, I just want a dollar. Uh, okay, we're almost pretty much done, but I uh, have a couple of things real quick. Twin Peaks got snubbed for the Emmys. Boo. Right? Are we all boo on that? Yes. We all like the Twin Peaks here. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. This this I mean, whole return was incredible. It was it was David Lynch at his David Lynchiest. Yes. Um, and it was very different than what we saw on ABC in the early 90s. But oh, yeah, Showtime took the reins off. They yeah. were like, you do you, man. Well, mm-hmm. it's like you, you know, do whatever you want. He was like, I'm going to fuck with the audience so hard. <laughs> yeah. It's just an explosion for like a whole show. They're going to fucking hate me. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, uh, Showtime tried to put a muzzle on Lynch and he backed out. And so. Is that what it was over? Well, that and money. Creative creative freedom and um, uh, money. You know, everything comes down to money. But, um, you know, he ba- he said, all right, fuck this. I'm not doing it. And basically, the like the cast and the fans, like, were very vocal in saying, "Look, this isn't going to get done unless you have David Lynch." Oh yeah. Running it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, finally Showtime caved, and I think that's why we got what we did. <laughs> and I think that it's crazy that it would not be part of the Emmys, which is television, because basically we were all waiting for a Sunday night to mm-hmm. watch this thing, even though it was streaming. That's appointment television. Yeah. Television. Yeah. So it made us all get around a TV. We watched the finale around a TV. A bunch of us made, you know, Lynch cookies or whatever. <laughs> Twin Peaks, donuts everywhere, coffee everywhere. Cherry pie. And cherry pie. We had it all. We all got together, almost like Pokemon Go, which we've mentioned in the last podcast, where Pokemon Go brought everybody together, even if they don't play video games. It was like an ARG kind of game. You guys know about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, strangers were knocking each other on the shoulder going, like, hey, you should check out this Pokemon over here. And they were coming together. Twin Peaks did that for me and my friends, too. Sure. And even people that I didn't even, you know, just met, like, why don't you come to the Twin Peaks thing with us? Because we all get that same kind of vibe. So for it to be not in the Emmys is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like, just to your point, um, you know, Taylor and I are big fans of Twin Peaks. Come to find out his girlfriend is a big fan. My sister and my brother-in-law are big fans. I mean, like this, like me and my wife, Taylor and his girlfriend, my sister and her husband. We all six, like as a group, did Twin Peaks characters for Halloween. So it, I mean, yeah, it was definitely that kind of thing. Yeah. So fuck the Emmys. Well, well I've yeah. been saying fuck the Emmys for. Oh, we've been saying that for decades. a while. I'm late to the party. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Uh, I'll just title the podcast that. I mean, ever since like. Basically, Modern Family and Big Bang Theory started winning like all the awards. I just like oh right, I yeah. cashed out. Like, but then again, what is TV? I mean, come on, what is TV? Garbage. Um, do you guys have any other things you're interested in before I have one more thing, or we're almost done? One more thing you're into, Taylor. One more thing you're into, that's not a movie. Socks. I am into socks. You're into socks. I like socks. Yeah. We can talk about socks. Um, where do you get your yeah. socks at? Um, I get a lot of my socks at Old Navy. Okay, we are done talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got like these fun ones with pineapples on them on today. Okay, okay. I guess they outsource. It's not Old Navy. Yeah, they're not like Old Navy brand socks. Yeah. Well, because it's like a sock revolution right now. You can go to sock stores and there's- It's all like, about the sock game, man. Millions of companies making socks. I really didn't think this was going to turn into a conversation. <laughs> oh, this is a lot of things podcast. Anything can turn into a, podcast, uh, into a conversation. I actually Fair just enough. got a, a free pair of socks because the Warriors won the championship. <laughs> How'd you do that? Some company out of Cleveland was like, we are so confident in our Cavaliers that anybody who retweets this will get a free pair of socks if the Warriors win. That is funny. And I was just like, all right, fuck it, yeah, retweet. Warriors swept, and I was like, claim. Thank you for the socks. And they came through. And that'd be funny if you were like, and here's what I'm wearing today. 
but you have pineapples on today. Yep. I would say that uh, the other thing about socks is real quick, <laughs> because this is a socks podcast. Good job, Tony. Uh, is they it really? It's really important if they're comfortable. Yeah. I know that sounds like obvious, but it isn't, because there's a lot of fancy socks that are shit to wear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're like weirdly tight. I hate dress socks. They're the worst. Well, no, but some dress socks can be really comfortable. It's just that there's certain socks that like, it just they pinch you, in the in the ankle. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. This conversation has to be over. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's my last thing. I have seen more horror movies because of you guys. I will give you that uh, little thing there. So here's some movies that I've seen recently. You just get a quick yay or nay. That's all you get to do. Okay. Okay? And I've seen them, and then I'll tell you what I think about them after, because it'll... I bet you I like all of them, you hate all of them, but whatever. We'll see. Super Dark Times. Never heard of it. Yeah. What? I thought we mentioned it on the show, didn't we? I don't think so. Okay. It's pretty good and fucked up, and it's a weird indie, indie horror movie. The Killing of Sacred Deer? I, I know of it, but I haven't seen it. This is going poorly. <laughs> uh, the Babysitter, which was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I, saw I still haven't watched it. It was good. Okay, okay, there we go. It's good. I also agree that it was pretty good. Uh, it was kind of a comedy horror movie. Yeah, yeah. And it was on Netflix. It was, you know, Netflix produced. Uh, it Comes at Night, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah, no. No? No. I agree, no. <laughs> and also, Revenge. I've, I've not seen that yet, and I've heard, I've heard so many good things. I feel like you two would love it. Which one is Revenge? The girl. It's, it's the one th- with the revenge. Oh. <laughs> The girl, she's kind of like, um, I don't want to say ditzy, but kind of. And um, she gets wronged by some dudes, and they kind of basically... It, it's almost like uh, they fuck I, her over. I spit on your grave. I was going to say, it sounds like I spit on your Yeah, grave. they fuck her over, and then she somehow comes back to do revenge. Okay. But it's shot really well and weird, and, and I thought it was pretty darn good. I got to see it. I, I've been putting it off. and Yeah. Well, there you go. So those are, I mean, I think they're more like, again, what I lean towards is the weirder... Um, or mental kind of horror where like fucks with you, which is the stuff you said you don't like. But yeah, psychological, I do like a lot. See, I don't with psychological horror. It's just the stuff where it's, you know, it's there's this underlying meaning that you have to catch. And if you don't understand it, then the movie doesn't make any sense. It's like, I don't need homework to like a movie. You don't need homework. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I, I don't watch horror. Um, I've, <laughs> I've said this before. I don't watch horror to be smarter. Um, I want to be dumber. I'll, I'll try to put it a little more eloquently than that. I don't, I don't go to horror to have a higher experience. Well, that's not fair. Um, I don't do it to to, um, to learn something. Uh, I don't. Uh, you want the escapism to, of it. You want the escapism. Yeah, I, I I do it for the thrill. It's mm-hmm. it's like going on a roller coaster. Right. You don't go on a roller coaster to learn something about yourself or other people. You do it to go on a fucking thrill ride. I think you could though. You're like, ooh, I got my life just flashed before my <laughs> eyes. I should think about my priorities. But it's to me. I get it. You know, if I want if I want something uh, that's going to be a thinker, I'll go watch a drama movie. I'll go watch a um, you know a detective mystery film. Um, you know, something that that's an intentionally um, thought provoking. Yeah, totally. I don't want See, that from horror. I like the ones that kind of they, like they give you a ball of clay and they say, "What do you think you can make out of this?" Instead of making something and then putting it behind a wall and being like, "Guess what this is." Hmm. You know, it, they put it out there to make you think so that everyone kind of has a different experience as opposed to having this message that's hidden. And if you don't understand it, then oh, you, right. the movie doesn't make sense. You have to use your intellectual part to be like, oh, I... Right, now instead I, of your creative part. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which is kind of why I didn't like the ending of Hereditary, which we can talk about for half a second because, like we just talked about before this podcast, we were having oh. beverages. It just, I feel like it just straight turned into like, this is a pagan story and that's all it is. And I had to, like, go look up what they were doing. Because they said that guy's name all the time. What the fuck is his name? Pyman. Pyman. I don't want to know about Pyman. It's the exact thing you said. Uh, no Pyman, please. <laughs> Get Pyman out of here. I didn't think it was a real person. I thought it was something they made up for the movie. I 100% didn't. isn't. Because I'm not going to go do research. Right. <laughs> See? So you're with me on that ending. Though. Yeah. Do no Pyman. <laughs> Who wants Pyman? I'm Jerry Seinfeld. Who wants what Pyman? is the deal with Pyman? No Pyman. <laughs> we just blew out the speakers. It's over. I'm sorry, all the podcasters. I didn't have a problem with the ending. Really? Yeah, I mean it was it was fine. It was a little. Pyman. See, I didn't have a problem with the the problem I had. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we're spoiling kind of, but not really. Is the floating head or the floating uh, headless body that just kind of wafted Ooh. up into the treehouse? I was like, what the hell was that? Okay, we are in the spoiler territory for like one minute. 
the end was just like, here's a bunch of supernatural shit. Yeah, the end went like full B-movie. Yeah. Although the girl in the corner was pretty cool. The mom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn, that makes me uncomfortable. See, <laughs> I, I liked the end. Um, I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't like how she just kind of floated up. That seemed, yeah, that that seemed was... disconnected from the rest of the movie. I agree. Um, like I would have rather have seen the headless body walk across the. That would been more like Evil Dead style or something. It's yeah. just kind of like dunk, 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 dunk. Yeah, I agree. That's actually creepier if she was just walked. Over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, floating was weird. Yeah, it didn't seem to fit. <laughs> no floating, no pie men. <laughs> We're done. The podcast is over. People, where can you find you on the internet? Uh, the best place to find us is at graveplotpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram as Grave Plot Podcast. We have a Facebook group called The Graveyard. Uh, we are also on Twitter as Grave underscore Plot. We are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you can find Anywhere it. except Spotify. Wait, why are you in there? Because we have music. Oh, okay. They don't like the music. Yeah. Um, and we are also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. You get like fancy things. You get like a video here and there and some other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, we are going to do a negative rad... At some point, and I was thinking we could do it for your show. So, however, you guys want to do it. We want to do a drunken cinema negative rap. Okay. So, look for that at some point. No one listening understands what that means, but <laughs> we're just putting it out there that it's going to happen. It's a thing. And you put personally on Twitter, do you do that stuff to Instagrams, Twitter, anything else? I don't really use my Twitter. Okay. I do, but it's for sports stuff. So, if you don't care about sports, then don't follow me. Maybe they do. Who knows? Well, then I'm at the Taylor Bartle. There you go. The main thing I use my Twitter for is to uh, harass the president. So, <laughs> Which is a whole other podcast, which I'll bring you guys back on to have. Uh, I'm at Onawa, O-N-A-W-A, and then we have A Lot of Things Pod is the new pod, uh, Twitter for our podcast. A Lot of Things Pod. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, thanks for you guys being here. Thank and you for having us. I, thank you for sweating through this uh, yeah, podcast. No kidding. It's like a million degrees in Seattle, right and now. we have pulled it off, guys, where this is the horror version of a lot of things. I have no ending for this. Say something funny. Bye! Thank you for listening to a lot of things. We're all a little bit There you go. Copyright Carlson out. Pay me a dollar. Oh, fuck. Let's get out of here. (laughs)